Welcome to Leader Fables, a podcast where two lifelong friends and totally obsessed business nerds discuss all things leadership. I'm your host, Jacob Evans, and I'm joined by your other co-host, Casey Clark, who I am told now considers me his personal shopper. Casey, how are you doing today? I am terrific, and I will say that nobody curates a better bag, a travel bag, a backpack, a work bag than Jacob. Uh, So if you need recommendations on any of that type of stuff, Jacob obsesses about it. He reads all the reviews and websites. And what I do is simply glean from your wisdom, Jacob, and save myself hours and just buy what you tell me to buy. I wish I was more. I wish my research was as sophisticated as you just articulated, Casey. I have to admit, (laughs) sometimes it's just whim and hey that looks nice and i'm gonna buy it and uh, and oftentimes i am i am pleasantly surprised at what i buy i will i will admit yeah i'm like on the third thing that you recommended and they've all been great so i'm gonna keep doing it Yeah, it's good stuff they last a long time i typically buy bags with lifetime warranties so yeah i have more bag recommendations for you casey if you you know if you're fed up i have no money for bags nor budget for bags so i think i'm good fair enough (laughs) fair enough well, in this episode, we thought it would be fun. And I think this is, this episode might be for me right now. I'm just going to be honest. Um, I thought I, it, we thought it would be fun to talk about how to help your family love your job. And uh, I got to tell you, Casey, like I said, this might be a little bit of therapy session for me because I am not convinced my family right now loves my job. Yeah, you've had you've had a couple of rough weeks and uh, I think it might be hardest for for your family to love your job when you have a new assignment like you do. That's and true. You're still trying to learn the edges and learn your team. But it's it's important that your family cares about your job because if if you're fighting the two, right? If you're you're finding in this space where you're finding the struggle between home and work. And for me, I work from home. So that's like all in the same yeah, like me too. twelve hundred yeah. square feet, like all of work and home. Um it it can be a real problem. And you know, I, I'm not one that believes in work-life balance. I think that is just a myth. Uh, I've never found true balance, but I do believe in work-life harmony. And for that to work, I, I feel like it requires attention and focus. And a big part of that is how you, how your family feels about your job. I think that's great, Casey. In this episode, uh, I'm, I'm really excited, like I said, to talk about this. Uh, not only are we going to talk about kind of that struggle of harmony that you alluded to, but also this this myth of work 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 life balance, um, and we're also going to talk about how to deal with how our family feels about our work and to make that um, hopefully an open and honest conversation so that we can uh, hopefully help our families love our work. Yeah, because it matters. It, it really does, and. I have a story about this because um, I, I used to wonder like if it was really that big of a deal. Couldn't I just keep them in separate compartments? This is my work compartment. This is my family compartment. And I remember having this day when I, I used to work in finance and I was running a retail branch and I was like, you are like right in the process of like taking over a new team. And we had a lot that was wrong. And so it required lots of late nights and trying to figure out um, you know, how we were going to improve. And I had, uh, this week where my district manager, my regional manager, the regional auditor all showed up in my branch. And I was probably like a month in and because there were so many issues in this branch and they came and they just ripped it apart. They did a full audit, all of our files, which was like a thousand files. 
And basically what they wanted to do was give me a list of what needed to be improved, which in reflection, I think actually was not a terrible idea. It was a night, it was establishing a baseline for me in the moment though. What I felt was just judgment. Like everything was wrong. Like none of my team was up to the task. It was just a terrible day. And so it, we had an event planned for the family. So I, I got home and I just, I had four kids at home. I got home that night and came in the door. And I remember my wife was also mad at me. So I, I had left work that was like, felt like all these people were mad at me. I was letting these people down and I got home and I felt the same thing from my family. And I remember as she's like expressing her displeasure in the fact that I was late to this family event, I just, like I just broke down. I like started crying. Like I, and I, this is a very rare thing for me. Like I, I don't carry my emotions on my sleeve. If if I'm stressed, I'm going to make a joke about it. Like that's how I, that's how I process life. And, and my wife was like, Whoa, sorry. Like I, I didn't realize the day that you had had. And it, it's just such a reflection of how when I have a rough day at work, I can you know, lean on my family. Right. When, when tough stuff is happening with my family, we've been in that place. Like work has been a solace to that. And it's, it's, finding this harmony, but it does matter how the two like work together. Yeah. That, 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 that's really interesting. I, I think I have kind of a similar experience where I, I was in a situation where I felt like I was holding the projects that we had together with like duct tape and bailing wire. Like it just felt like everything was just so fragile and it needed like time and attention and, and needed my, some, some measure of my focus. And, you know, we had people assigned out that were working on these, these product, they were product initiatives. And, uh, but I felt like I needed to be around to, to kind of steer or guide or, um, shepherd, if you will, uh, these projects. And, uh, and so, you know, it was kind of a stressful time. These deliverables were, were due to customers, so I decided to defer or actually I didn't go on vacation. My wife went on vacation with a few other people, but I decided to to hang back. And uh, I got to tell you, I, in retrospect, Casey, that decision, like me being around did not move the needle. Like it had no, it really had very little bearing on the success of the project, maybe a little bit, but there was, there was making that decision to defer my vacation uh or or to not go really it wasn't deferred i i didn't go uh i in retrospect it was probably the wrong one like yeah. me staying probably didn't do anything uh so i i really learned a lesson there that when i when i when i defer plans or prioritize work over other stuff it has to it has to really make sense and uh right. and sometimes that's hard to make that sort of decision or to have that sort of clarity in the moment yeah, because you might have missed, uh, you know, a moment in a project, but you probably missed like a lifetime, of, uh, a memory that would have lasted a lifetime, right? Like, I don't exactly. I need to rub salt in your wound here. Exactly. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, Casey. You Thank really you. Miss, I, I messed that now up. Now I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> your family probably would have loved you more and you would have. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, it's, it's not even that deep of, you know, thinking through how this really matters. It's, it's also a, a competitive advantage. And I know for me, like, having my family on board with the work that I do makes me more successful. You know, they, they're, they're there to talk me off the ledge when I'm upset. Like I'm going to fire every person that I talked to today. And, 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 you know, I get back at like, Oh, you, you've had a rough day. Why don't you sit down? Let, let's talk about this. And, 
at the same time, my wife is really terrific at this when I'm frustrated or stressed, like reminding me why I'm doing the job and, and even repeating back, this is what I'm hearing you say. I don't know if you can hear yourself say this, but I, you know, I hear maybe that you're tired more than you're frustrated. Or do you remember why you took this job? Like it was to make this impact. And, and I mean, she's giving me like creative ideas and, or even where her work connects to my work. And it's like so fun and we're both in education. So that happens uh, a, a lot of the time. And then even like when you have a, a an accomplishment or you have a win, that becomes even more um, of an up because of the fact that your family has been with you through the journey. And so that's why we'll talk about how to how to do this better. But one of the things is like letting your family in on the stuff that you're doing and, and so they can celebrate you rather than just hearing you complain, which we're going to talk about in a bit. So. Yeah. And, and to be honest, you know, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, Casey, but that's something that I've struggled or had to kind of learn to do is to really invite my wife and others into my, uh, into my stress at times or into my sort of frustrations at times. And, uh, right now, you know, my wife's going through a season at work where things are pretty stressful. I'm going through a season at work where things are pretty frustrating and we've, mm-hmm. we've been able to kind of commiserate about our, our frustrations. And I, I think, uh, on balance, I would say it's been in a healthy way. Because uh, sometimes, you know, stressed out people or upset people kind of feed off of each other and just make each other more upset <clears throat> and more frustrated. And uh, I think we've 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 successfully avoided that. But uh, uh, it, it's been it's been kind of refreshing to, at least for me, to invite my family kind of into that. Um, and and there've been some wins. There've been some good successes. And uh, being able to uh, in, invite her uh, into that as well has been has been really uh, rewarding. Yeah, that's so cool. And I mean, ideally it would be like when you're going through a tough season at work, she's going through it, you know, like that would be the ideal, you know, that you have like that, but it never really seems to work that way. But there's also feels like more grace too. And when you've been there for them and they've been there for you and, and even, uh, just, you you spend more time with the people you work with than, than anyone, even more than you get to spend with your family. Yeah. And so, you know, how, how you're doing at work infects your mood, your health, you, you know, your attitude, like you, it's impossible not to bring stuff home with you. And maybe this is again, just the guy that works from home, but how my work is impacts how Casey is at home, how Casey is at home impacts how Casey is at work. And so it's, it's impossible to try to, you know, separate those two permanently. So it does matter. It does. Yeah. They definitely kind of feed off each other or, you know, one leads into the other. And, uh, unless you're really good, I don't, I'm not good at this Casey, but unless you're really good at compartmentalizing life, um, I think most of us are probably not that great at it. And even those that probably think they're great at it, aren't that great at it. Um, research does it. Yeah. Research says you're not great. at it. <laughs> great so at if it. you're like, Oh, I'm really good at this. You're not. So, so the, 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 yeah. the opportunity is just to embrace it and to know that these, these things, it's just life. It's not work. It's not home. It's, it's just life. And, uh, to treat that as life. And, um, I think that if, if by kind of taking on that mindset, you can be a little more intentional about, setting good guardrails and, and, and all that sort of stuff between, between those things so that, you know, you can focus on work when you're at work and can focus on home when you're at home. Yeah. I, I tell you, Jacob, I actually have a test that I do to see if my fam, how my family is feeling about my work. Do you want to, you want to hear about I want to hear the test because okay. I, you know, is there, is there a way, I mean, the question is, right. Is there a way for us to know if our families? love or hate our jobs? Well, I think there is, and maybe it's just my family, but here is something you can try. 
And if you, um, if it doesn't work for you, uh, you can email us at jacob at leaderfables.com. <laughs> if it does work, email us at casey at leaderfables.com and we'll be happy to uh, respond. But this, this is what I do strategically is if we're say, we're having dinner, right? Or we're, we're doing something as a family, I will find a way to casually bring up my work. Like I will say something, I work for uh, an online university, WGU. I, I will find a way to say WGU in a sentence. And then what I do is I watch their faces when I say WGU. Now, I don't, th- I don't know if they know that I do this, but if I see, um, if I see their face like light up a little bit or they're like happy or they smile, I'm like, okay, I think I'm doing really well w- w- with uh, WGU and, and home. And then, but if I see a couple other things, if I see, uh, kind of a semi eye roll. Well, or I your, see your daughter is is she could give lessons on how to she's do a master. Eye rolls. She's a master. Yeah, she's master at eye rolls. <laughs> and or if I see like um, no response to the conversation, like it's just like kind of quiet after. I know that I probably have a work problem, and it's probably that I'm working too much and that I'm sacrificing, you know, some of my energy to my family. It's just a little simple test that I do and it, not all the time, just when I'm feeling like maybe I'm a little too far to one side or the other. Or, That's brilliant. Um, I'll, I'll, again, I'll just try to bring it up and see, see how people feel about it. So. Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I got to try that now and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. We'll yeah. put that in a follow-up episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so write in, write, write us, let us know how it goes. Yeah. One of the things that I've been more cognizant of, I don't know if you have this problem, Casey, but I, I'm one of those people that could just like work and not stop. Like I've got projects and things that I, I would like to do and they're endless. Like they'll, they'll fill as much time as I'll give them. Um, there's like no really end to my work. And it's been like that for a long time. Uh, so what I found is, is that I really need to be more intentional about safeguarding my time at work and my time at home. So that particularly my time at home, so that uh, I am spending time with with family because you know I've had a couple of weekends this this past uh, few weeks where I like really wanted to work because there were some things I wanted to move on or have some stri- or you build some strategic plans around and that sort of stuff. But I I stopped myself. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> I, uh, I I I recognize that I need to I need to spend time with my family and you know go to lunch and 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 not not worry about work. I mean. Monday will come and the work always gets done. I don't know how, but it always gets done. And, uh, it, it often doesn't really ever require weekends to get it done. Yeah. No fairy comes and takes it off your plate magically, right? Like it's, it's there. Uh, no one wants your work. You know, I think, uh, it's, it's, uh, I might date this episode, but it's, it's basketball playoffs times right now. And there's, there's a lot of, uh, analysis around the amount of hour or amount of minutes that a player plays. And in the playoffs, coaches feel a little more liberated to play their star players more minutes. And um, it's funny. And I think this goes the same with our work is like in the moment, you don't see how that impacts your energy. So while you're in the middle of your project plan or while you're saving the crisis that has popped up at, on a Friday afternoon, it doesn't feel like you're hitting your energy. It feels like feels kind of great sometimes, right? Like you're making progress well, you love, to your point. I love gonna, the chaos. The chaos. I'm going to go fun. into next week and I'm going to be <laughs> ahead of it. Right. Like you, you feel this, yeah. but just like the basketball players, you know, when they feel it at the end of the fourth quarter, 
when they actually really need them to do it, that's where they feel like they've, they've played over 40 minutes that game. And it's the same way in our professional lives mm-hmm. is like, Oh, right now I'm great. I'm fine. I'm, fine. I'm fantastic. Then you have a crisis at home and you're like, guess what? I have no energy now because I didn't, I didn't balance my energy in the beginning. Um, I didn't, you know, protect, I didn't take my timeouts, my rests, you know, those things that need to happen. So when my family does need me, then how I show up is like, I'm so exhausted. And they're like, and it isn't because of what you did that second. It's what you did yesterday or the day before, right. That you show up with less energy. Yeah. Yeah. All the more reason to really try to bookend your day or your work day. Uh, and, and to guard, and you know, again, for me, it's been working to guard my weekends so that, uh, I do have the energy to not only work, but also to be with my family. Yeah. Yeah. And keeping some in reserve. I'm famous for as long as everything goes exactly how I thought it would go. Every there's enough time for everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. If there's an emergency, there's a crisis. If someone doesn't do their part all of a sudden, then everything blows up. So yeah. Yeah. You need to, and I, I work hard to do this and sometimes I succeed and sometimes I fail, but having a little bit of margin built in Mm -hmm. will help kind of soften the blow of that eventual sort of Murphy thing blowing up, whatever it is. Uh, I think that's a really good practice, Casey. Just have a, just have some margin built in, uh, to your, to your week plans and and all that. Yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I succeed at that and sometimes I fail at that, but the weeks that I succeed at it, I'm like, Oh man, I'm so glad I had some margin built into the week. And that's why it's important that your family does love your job because those weeks that you miss it, right. That you blow it, you need a little capital like, and, and that's where I, I, again, I don't think balance is the right word because you're going to have times where it is unbalanced. I have a big project Mm -hmm. at work. I have a crisis with my kid. I need to be able to, you know, focus more on one than the other, but it's the key is having that capital with each of them so that when you go through those, like it's not okay. He's working more right now. I understand. Um, but I know he really does value, you know, he takes, you know, I'm going to take a vacation after this crazy period, or I'm going to, uh, you know, I had a crazy family thing. I'm going to have to work this weekend because we were dealing with a kid that, you know, it have some capital on each side so that you can use it when you need to. So what are some tips, uh, Casey, that you might have that'll help us help our families love our work? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, the first one, um, is not about our families, but I think it is about our families. And it's that you have to love your work first. There is actually zero chance, in my opinion, of your family loving your work if you hate it. Because your family is going to be um, hopefully preset to protect you. And so if they see you're doing something that you hate or th- they see you in pain while you're doing it, there is no way to for your family to be okay with that if you know if, true love they want you out of that right and so i would just say if you find yourself in this position and you're like i just really hate this job but i have to um do it for financial reasons or whatever right like that that may be real but it's probably time to do some reflection and some planning in one how am i going to love this work like what am i going to figure out or second how am I going to make a change so that I can love something else? And sometimes that's a long process, right? It's, I got to go back to school. I got to, I got to interview for other jobs. I got to do whatever, but there's just no chance of your family loving your work if you don't. And you don't have to love your work all the time. Like there are seasons right. where I don't love it all the time. <laughs> In on balance, <laughs> yeah. I should love my job. I really should. You know, doesn't I, mean you I can't have a bad advice. day. Yes. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah. But if it, at the nature of your job is like, 
if you're in a sales position and you hate people or you're not, a, nah, that's an extreme. Like if you're not a very relational person and you're selling all day, I don't know that you're ever going to be that good at it, which means that you're, you're not going to be proud of it. You're not going to be energized by it. And your family's going to see that and know it. Um, so now you could become more of that person. That's part of the reflection, but I just think that, I, I don't know, I, maybe I'm not a good enough actor to pull off liking something that I don't or helping other people like it. Like life's too short, man, love your work or, or get a plan for something else. And again, that can take some time, but you should do it tomorrow. Yeah, that's great. You, you should get the plan tomorrow. That's great. Advice. <laughs> Cause it's too short. So life's too short. And, and, and we work, you know, we, we spend a lot of time with the people we work with. Yep. There's that too. Right. Yep. Right. And sometimes you might like the job, but you don't like the team, right? Like that is, you know, I, I, I think I've probably found myself in that position in my careers, you know, in different times more than like, I just really don't like this job. Like, but I will tell you, there was one time, um, I, I was a banker and I actually loved the bank. Like they loved my family. My family loved them. Like we, we adopted our kids and they paid for the adoption. Like, I mean, there was like real, the bank was really cool, but I'd gone through this own personal epiphany in my life about debt and how it impacted my life. And my wife and I had got out of debt and it was this huge accomplishment for us. And then I went to work every day and put people into debt. And I was just like, I can't do that anymore. I hate that. And I love the company. I love the team I led, the people I worked with. But it was that moment where I didn't love the work. And so I had to make a change and ultimately got to me into something that I love a hundred times more, but it, it was hard to make that change, but my family could see it. I kept getting sick. Like there were like just a lot of signs that, that it wasn't the right thing to do. But anyway, that's my point is like, sometimes you have to work on loving your work first, then your family will follow. That's brilliant. Any other tips, Casey? Oh my gosh. I have like a hundred. Um, well, give us I, I think the- we top five the top okay so the next one i would say is like stop working so much um that's a good one and we we touched on that yeah touched on this but if your family feels like they're competing for your attention versus your work makes you better in your family like you're just gonna be um you're just gonna you're gonna struggle with that and I, i would say just like a special note about how you connect with your family after work like netflix with your family is not really connecting with your family um, that's you recovering cause you work too much. Right. That, and, and frankly, not even a good re- recovery for work. Right. Like, uh, so, you know, th- there's some real practical stuff you can do here. One is like, one that's been huge for me is taking a nap in the middle of the day. And, uh, I, I know I meet with people who think I've been saying that I take a nap in the middle of the day, but I, I, I force an hour lunch on myself. Um, and I spend the first 30 minutes eating or whatever I'm going to do, making my lunch. Uh, and then I do, I take a 30 minute nap. And it isn't for the afternoon that I take that nap. It's for the nighttime when I'm with my family. Nice. Again, yeah. like you can't feel the tiredness in the moment. You're, you're pacing yourself uh, for later. But this is to your point, Jacob. Take a vacation and have fun with your family. Um, I plan my vacations a year in advance, so I don't ever, ever miss on this. Like block your time on your calendar for your family time. Um, and vice versa, block time on your calendar when you need to work. Right. And, and, uh, I think that will help, but, but anyway, almost 90% of your family not loving your job is the fact that you're working too much, that that's, it's an easy analysis. Very easy. Very, 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 very straightforward. Right. (laughs) Right. Right here. Okay. Here's another one. 
Um, I'm going to like turn around an old saying here, which is bring home to work with you. Me, you know, we always say like, you're bringing work home with you, but no, do the opposite. Bring your home to your work. I don't know if I've ever done this well. So tell, tell us more about this, Casey. I think I've done this really well. So I want to be super proud of myself and brag about myself here. Um, one is again, back when I used to work in banking, um, I, I, this was so easy because I had, I had, uh, three boys and they were fascinated by like the vault at the bank. And, you know, we had uh die packs that would explode if we got robbed. Right. And so it was like something I found to connect with my kids on was like, if they came to the bank, they were like a celebrity when they came in. Like naturally it happened anyway, just cause I always had great people that I worked with. And whenever anyone's family came in, we had this pack to make it a big deal. And, uh, and so we'd take them behind the counter, show them where the money is, right? Like, uh, oh, that's cool. All, all these things. Um, I remember I took my daughter to the office, uh, I work at now. And for some reason we just lucked out and there were ice cream sandwiches in the freezer. We had, we'd had a barbecue and they, they had a bunch of leftover ice cream sandwiches and I let her raid the, the freezer to grab ice cream sandwiches. And she still, when we drive by, she's like, remember that time that we went and there were like a hundred ice cream sandwiches and I ate like five of them. And I mean, this is like 10 years later. That's she's awesome. still remembering this stuff. But, uh, this whole idea that like y- your work and your family should never mix, I-, I think is just wrong. Like working from home all the time. If my daughter walks by, I have her pop in the screen for, for a zoom call. Jacob, we were on a call earlier today and, and your daughter came in. It was so sweet. Like people love that. And your family getting to know what your coworkers look like and sound like, like that's a big thing. Like even, um, having your family help you design your office. If you work from home, um, that's fun, right? Like, and it, if, if you have a work trip, take your family with you, plan an extra couple days, right? Like there's a hundred ways to do this, but break down that hardcore divide between your, your work and your family, I think makes a huge difference. You know, it's funny you mentioned that Casey, it hasn't happened yet. But I, I cannot wait until my daughter barges in my room one one day and I'm in a meeting and I get to kind of show her off and and all that. And, you know, there's been some videos that have gone gone viral where I think it was probably during covid where people were on a newscast and their family yep. or kid barged in and they <laughs> I would argue that they didn't react that well in that situation. No, um, but everyone loved it. I know. It but everyone like, loved it. Right. Like right. they were like, get him out, get him out, get him out. But, you know. If it were me or perhaps even you, you would have said, oh, hey, and I have a little visitor and yeah. we're talking about COVID and blah, 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 blah. Like it would have been fine. Yeah. It also helps you work like your family too, which is, you know, I think equally as important. And and I've been, I've been given shoved by coworkers who are like, hey, you, you're working too much right now. Um, and, and it's different if my boss knows Lisa, my wife, right? Like it does. It's, yeah. there's almost like a you're you're responsible to your coworkers families too like if you can get to that level that's really cool yeah absolutely it's hard like that's a that 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 that's tough particularly you know cuz many people and and you know i would consider myself probably in this category like we're kind of protective of our families and you know mm-hmm. we don't we we want to maybe underexpose them uh, to some degree to our kind of the craziness at work or the crazy people we work with or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, it's a safe way to do it. There is absolutely. uh, I would say if you're on an online call, that's a beautiful, safe way uh, to do it. Yeah. But also I have a, my boss is really terrific and there's, it was a bring your daughter to work day. And my daughter came to my work and at the end, she's like, your job is so boring. 
Uh, and I was like, yeah, some days you're right. <laughs> but, but my, when my boss found out she was at work with me, um, she called some other people in the office and found where we had swag stored away from like different company events and stuff and had multiple people like grab my daughter and take her to pick out some swag. So she came home with this whole bag of like WGU nice. stuff. And see that like if you're someone's boss and you find out that, you know, that is, you know, it, it meant something to my daughter. You know who it made meant more to was me. Yeah. Right. To know absolutely. that my, my coworkers cared about my family. So again, so like cool. take, take your home to work, uh, with you and, and, and make it a positive. They get to see, they get to experience the energy of what you're doing. Like, I, I think that really helps families connect. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing that, uh, just, you know, kind of last tip here is, and this is a challenge for me at times is to stop complaining about work. I don't know if you have this mm. problem, Casey, but when I complain about work, it's like, oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm going to fire that person. Oh, I'm going to quit tomorrow. Like I like it's like it's like the worst version of 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 the complaint. And it's normally normally my reaction is like the worst thing I could do. Right. I, I don't know if you have this problem, but I mean, with my family, like I feel like I can yeah. say those things with with impunity. But the problem is, is that uh, it it doesn't necessarily build trust like once you say those things, you have to like round back and say, well, you know, I was overreacting and this and that. So yep. I think they don't I, get the resolution. Right. Like you do. Exactly. Right? Like say, it's that relational triangle. Have you heard of this where like, so you're mad, say, say it's your boss, you're mad at your boss. Right. And so then you complain to someone else. So now you have three people involved, which makes a triangle. You go and make up with your boss, but that person remains irritated at your boss because exactly. they never got the resolution and to it. That happens, I imagine, quite often with me and my wife. And uh, yeah. that's something that I've been working on. Like, okay, no, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. We worked it out, this and that. Yeah. And, and they uh, don't get to hear the the nice things. We're right. just so wired towards negativity just as humans, right? Like that that's what we're going to share. I was going to get a share when the person covered for me in a meeting or – you know, like that, that's the stuff we have to make sure that we're bringing those stories up because I think that then helps, you know, our family appreciate them. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a way to here, um, to connect positive things at work with positive things at home. Meaning like if I get a bonus at work, how do I bring the family into that bonus? Like, Hey, you know, uh, things are going really well at my job. I got a bonus. We get to stay an extra day at Disneyland or we're going to go uh, on a family trip or, Hey, we got a new TV or, you know, something. And it doesn't have to be huge, right? It can also be like, um, Hey, we're going to, we're going to have a family day because I got all my work done early this week. Uh, isn't that cool that my work lets me do that? You know, just how you talk about your job really matters. It does. And that's something that I, I recognize I need to get, I need to get better at and kind of sharing the love. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, you know, I think it's, 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 you know, it, it you're not going to like this Casey, but you have to kind of hold the negativity and the positivity and balance. You need them balanced. Right. Otherwise, um, all, if all they're hearing is, well, particularly negativity, if all, all, all your family is hearing neg is, is negativity, uh, they're going to hate your job. They're just going to hate right. it. Right. Um, so if you do have, if you do share negativity, you need to balance that out with some positivity. Especially yeah, right. if you, you don't love your job. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to hide the negative. That's right. not what I mean. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm talking about um, showing both sides of the exactly. coin. Right. And, and I think, it, and if all you ever have is negative experiences at work, back to our earlier point, uh, did we mention you got to love your work? Like you may not uh, love your you should job. go back to that. Like if you hate your job that bad, please stop torturing the people you work with 
and stop torturing your family and move the freak on. Like if you, if you have nothing good to say about your job and it's just like, everyone's an idiot here. No, you can have a week like this or two weeks, but, but, but if, you know, if it's a prolonged, if it's years and all you have is negative to say about your job, you're, you're also probably making the job not a great place. So time to, time to make it better or, or move on. Yeah. If it's a point. pattern, move on. That's, that's yeah. my recommendation. Right. And yeah. And if, if you're, you, if this happened to every job right. you work at, Ooh. guess what the common denominator is. Yeah. Either, Ouch. either you're, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nope. There's no either. <laughs> if every job I've worked at, everyone's an idiot. Mm, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Might be some soft skills we're missing. You know, yeah. they're, they're, you know, it, even if work is hard and you go through seasons that, that are rough, like, are you bringing joy to the situation? Are you bringing passion and precision to what you do? And, and if you're not, you can't affect it or, then find something else. Like, I don't know. And maybe I'm a little biased on this because I've done this multiple times where like a career has run its course and I've reinvented myself and and done something else. I know that's scary. I know there's financial implications. I I get all of that. I've done it when I've been secure financially. I've done it when I'm broke. Um, And it was a very scary move to make, but man, when your work is humming and then your family is humming, there's just no better place to be in. So that that's, I encourage because I, I, I want that for you as dear listeners. Well, yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that that skill of like approaching issues and problems with optimism, Casey, is a is yeah. a I mean, it's critical. Right. And if you can't if if I can't do that, well, I'm not going to be happy anywhere. Probably like no. if, if I can't squelch my inner critic a little bit and uh, and and find, you know, good things that that are happening in in work and at home eh, i'm just probably going to be a miserable person to be around yeah and and you might be contributing to what make making it not great you know yeah like that's the part where, like when we do reflection we always like reflect on what other people could have done better but really 99.98 percent of our reflection should be on where we could have done better yeah and uh, and a lot of this is with our family too and that um you know i want you to be proud of what i do i want you to and and as a leader I, I care enough about your family that I'm going to help you set boundaries and I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put in your review that I think you're working too much. I, I have a really amazing team member, um, who I put that in their review. Like it was like all the outcomes are terrific. Their team's great, but I'm worried they're burning out. I'm worried that they're not That's taking awesome. care of themselves. And, and to the credit of this person, they made should, some changes and they're terrific that. at this yeah, now. Yeah. So, and, and I think they're happier. So uh, I had a team member just a couple of weeks ago, uh, tell me, uh, they actually apologized for going on vacation. They were like, mm. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be taking two weeks off to go visit my family and taking my kids to visit my family. And, and I had to stop them. And I said, no, that's great. That's so awesome. Yeah. You're going on vacation and taking time and visiting family. Like that's fantastic. And uh, if you have the opportunity, I guess the encouragement is this create an environment where that is celebrated. Yes. Uh, I think that's really important. Like I want to take vacations and have no one bother me and, you know, have a good time. And uh, I want that for the people that I work with as well. And uh, so, yeah, if you get the opportunity, encourage people to go on vacations and uh, and celebrate yeah. it when they do. I thought of another tip, actually, just a real practical thing you can do that uh, someone has been doing on a team that I'm on. We have a Monday morning meeting. And in the Monday morning meeting, the very first thing we do is share pictures of our weekend. Oh, so uh, cool. Like one picture that like shows what happened oh, that weekend. That and it's, the coolest part is we get to see each other's families in those pictures. 
And uh, it's really become like a fun, like it's like five minutes in the meeting, but it's like, oh my gosh, you ran a marathon. That's, that's sick. Like, oh, who's that in that picture with you? Oh, that was my niece's wedding. You know, like it, it just becomes, you get to know them so much better by knowing what they care about, seeing their family, having fun. It's, it's a really good, easy, practical tip. That's uh, cool. How many people are in, are in your Monday morning meeting? It's a big meeting, like 25, oh, right. uh, maybe 30. Yeah. Um, so you to go through 35 photos, like super fast. We don't go over each one. People just pop them in the oh, chat. Oh, they pop them in. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we just scroll through them and look. And nice. then, then you know, there'll be some conversation, you know, generally. But And and I've tried it on my team with a smaller, like, six people. And it's worked there, too. So it's kind of worked. Do so you just you do know. it asynchronously? Is that what you're saying? Like, in your, like during the people, meeting, like, people will post their stuff. And then, you know, you might call it out during the meeting. We have an admin that will send us. Uh, she's she's really great because she, she loves it more than anyone, which is why I think this works. And she sends a note, like, 30 minutes before the meeting. Hey, everyone, post your pictures from the weekend. And so people do it prior to the meeting. And then the first five minutes of the meeting is usually talking through it. But then they're they're in the chat feed. So, you know, it is a little bit asynchronous, too. That's really cool. I'm going to steal that. That's a brilliant Just I thought of a a practical idea. Not my idea. I'll I'll, I'll give I'll give it up to my team that uh, came or to a team that came up with that that I'm on. Um, But it's really fun. I look forward to it each week. Well, that is a high note, I think, Casey, to end this episode on. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, we, uh, you know, again, take some time to reflect on how you can better love your job so you can better love your family and vice versa. Any other, yeah. like, closing thoughts or tips, Casey? No, I just, like anything, you know, intention is half the battle, finding a moment. If you can't find a moment to think about this, you probably have margin issues. Go back to the altitude planning that we did in season two. Um, but yeah, this stuff matters. Your, your, how your family feels about your job matters uh, a lot. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. If you like us, we encourage you to buy some stuff we like, which you can find on the things we like page on our website, leaderfables.com. Jacob's bags. Buy That's Jacob's right. bags. There's we some on there. In the intro. There's some on there. <laughs> also, if you like the show, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. That, that, that helps a great deal. Get the word out about Leader Fables. Until next time, Casey, lead on. Lead on. Thank you.